Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Sewing Out Loud. This episode of the Sewing Out Loud podcast is brought to you by LA Finch Fabrics. Go to lafinchfabrics.com and receive free shipping on your order of over $75 worth of fabulous fabric. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm Zidi Donahue. And we're starting a new little series today, Mom. What's this series called? It's, well, you've got to pick a name. <laughs> I'm calling it Stitch Busters, Myth Busters. What so Stitch Busters, as in Myth right. Busters for sewing. But what were the other names that. I'm trying to think. Sam, do you remember? We're, we're really good at coming up with names yeah, for we're, things. We're, we're, well, that I, was... I like alliteration Okay, myself. that was anticlimactic. I thought that we had more names picked out for this. <laughs> we did, but we didn't write them down, so now we don't remember. Okay. Maybe we'll think of them as we go along. Well... All right, this is going to be a several part... This is like episode one of... Yes. Stitch Busters. Because yes. I have a list of... They are myths. And, and I got them most from our audience. <laughs> A lot of them from our not, audience. Not everyone who... Not would. all of them, So some, a lot of them. These are things that we have heard people say when we ran the sewing store. Uh, they're things we see on the internet. And or both. Uh, and or both. And they are misconceptions about sewing. And so when we talk about them... We know that, like, you personally, dear listener, might not believe these We're things. We're not making fun of you personally. That's right. And Even um, if you did believe it, you will now know not to. <laughs> or you can email me and tell me that our podcast is a condescending piece of trash. That's right. <laughs> That we're disparaging all sewers. All right. Well, hey, let's get to it here. Okay. Let's start. Let's start busting, busting the stitch. D- busting myth, these myths. Whatever. Actually, you know, this first one is is not a myth. Stitch busters. It's uh, stitch, whatever. That's what we said. Yeah. <laughs> this first one is not a myth, but it's something that you need to come to terms with. Someone will talk about a technique or sewing through. Sequins or yeah. sewing. You know, that dulls your needle, Mallory. Yeah, dulls your needle. Oh, you know, when you sew through uh, um, paper, it dulls your needle, Mallory. That's right. And when you sew through fabric, fabric, anything. it dulls your needle. <laughs> this is mom's big thing. Okay, everything you sew through dulls your needle. You, if there are people out there not changing their needle, there's a new experience coming your way when you put a new needle in your okay, machine. Okay, I never really thought about it this way. 
here, hold on. Let me explain what I mean by that. Okay. So obviously, like, everything dulls your needle because, you know, I mean, if you put your needle even through the thinnest cotton fabric over and over again. So I just thought, I just thought all this time that we were trying to correct people, hey, everything dulls your needle. I never thought that there might be people who thought they were sewing and nothing and certain things weren't dulling their needle. Well, like fabric won't dull your needle. Yeah, it will. Yeah. And certain fabric will dull it more. So if I'm sewing through like a thick polyester, it's probably going to dull my needle more than like a fine cotton or a silk. But um, if I sew through something that has metallic threads or a lame, of course, metal against metal, it's going to dull it more. It's going to scar the needle. I never thought that maybe somebody might be thinking, oh, I'm just piecing quilts. You don't think think that lady that came in that wore out the eye of her needle? Yeah. That might be why we she had a lady that. come in. This was actually a long time ago, like I don't know, twenty years ago. And she came in and she said, "My needle won't stay threaded." And we looked at it, and the eye had worn through. Like there was the side of the eye, you know, it was yeah. open. It wasn't one of those needles that was supposed to be it like was, that. Yeah, don't don't buy the self thread or what isn't that what is they called self threading or easy thread, thread needle. uh, sewing needles. They don't stay threaded. And we re- we said, "Oh, the eye of your." We finally figured it out, and we said to her, she was standing there, you know, yeah. while we are looking at it. We said, well, the eye of your needle, you know, is open. It's, like, right. somehow broken or worn through or something. She goes, oh, well, can I have that repaired while I'm here? And I <laughs> said, you mean, would you like us to put a new needle in? And she goes, oh, yes, please. And it didn't occur to me right then. Yeah. So we, we, we put a new needle in and everything, and then I said... So do you need some needles? Yeah. And she said, well, can't I just come back here and have it replaced when I need one? So she'd been, she'd been so- using the same needle. I, I, I don't remember how long it was. I, I think we did talk to her. Uh-huh. But it was like a decade or something that she'd had this machine and she had never changed the needle. So you got to change your needles. Somebody somebody posted in the group, and this wasn't a myth, and this, I think, was kind of a maybe I'm like, telling you what, though. I wish I had had that needle. That is a good, good needle. needle. <laughs> yeah. This, this person said, I hit something with my needle. My machine's making a clunking sound, and now the needle's hitting the plate. And someone said, replace your needle. And she's like, oh, that fixed it. And I never thought. I was like, oh, yes. Replace your needle. Your needle will bend. Yep. If it hits something funny, uh, your if you needle. you have trouble piercing something. Yes, yes. If it's not where Needles are something that, what do I want to say? They're like gasoline. Yeah, you should okay? be replacing you your own You use it up and you, yeah. yeah. But don't, don't come to our store or our little club and look at my sequin dress and then go, oh, that dulls your needle. <laughs> yes, it does. It does dull your needle. Okay. Same with rotary cutter blade. It, yep. Everything is going Everything's to gonna dull, it. dull it. I mean, when people say, oh, that will ruin my rotary, I will tell you what will ruin the blade on your rotary cutter is if you run over a pin. Right. Because then you get like a nick in it. And here you've got like a pretty decent blade with a nick in it mm-hmm. that's pretty well renders it useless. Right. Because, you know, you're always going to have this spot Skip. that doesn't mm-hmm. that doesn't cut or you have to back up to or whatever. So, but everything, what do we cut with rotary cutters, Mallory? Everything. I we cut. I cannot think of anything we, we cut don't cut. Fabric, we cut paper. Rugs, runners for the rugs. R- runners for the stairs. And if you remember our podcast about cleaning things, oh um, yeah. 
Now, I would say the same thing about rotary cutter blades. They're like gasoline. You're going to have to refill them. Okay. Yeah, Think about a refill versus replace. There's things we change. But right. one time I was trying to cut something out and I was like, this is terrible. Mom's like, oh, yeah, I cut carpet with a rotary cutter. I was like, oh, okay. And instead of replacing the blade, I just opened it up and cleaned it real quick. And it was fine after right. that. So here I am telling you to what replace about, often. Yeah. But then also I'm telling you if you want to make it last a little longer, just clean it out. Okay. Yeah, clean it. And then those of you who get little shreddy pieces in your rotary cutter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you wonder what's wrong. It's not cutting right. Make sure you don't have more than one blade in. Yeah. A lot of people will have two blades. And then, of course, that gets your cut. So... It's not that that dulls it faster or anything. You're just dulling two blades at once. Dulling two blades at the same time. And you get, you know, little strips are being cut uh, instead of a a clean edge. So while it might be true that cutting through something thin and soft would dull your blade less less quickly, everything is going to dull your blade. And this is good information so that you don't shy away from fabrics and that so you also remember to change your blade well i think the thing about a rotary cutter too that's nice is you do get to change the blade uh-huh. versus taking your very nice pair of shears and you know cutting that dot sequin which is basically going through sort of metal and plastic, plastic. yeah uh-huh. you know um it can it can do a real number on a blade but uh that's the way to cut it that's why that you I, forsake a blade. That's why I like rotary cutters, man. Your fabric stays flat. That's right. You can replace the blade easily. You know, even if you do there's do something a, there's stupid. There's less distortion. Yeah, yes. you do, do something stupid like go over a pin. Like, right. you know, I accidentally, there was a pin like under my fabric. Right. You, I'm t- I, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. probably don't know you're doing this. No. Right. And I was like, oh my God, you know, right. but I could change it real quick. I didn't have to wait. Right. Less distortion. So you do want blades on hand because it's, everything dulls your blades. It's easier on your hands, too, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Instead of squeeze, uh, well, squeeze, squeeze. Well, I think so, too. Your back. But yeah. You okay. on a, a lot of things. Let's just do a podcast called In Praise of Rotary Cutters. <laughs> also, can do that. if you were going to put yourself in a, going to be a soup can and put a label on yourself, Mom, what kind of stitcher would you say you are? What? <laughs> what kind a of stitcher? soup can? And put a label on yourself. What kind of stitcher are you? I don't know. I don't know where you're going. You're a garment stitcher, right? Oh. Versus, uh, we, we've outlined this. You're not a quilter. Yeah. Right? Right. Mom just ruined my joke. I don't know. I didn't know. What? If I was in a soup can you're and I put a to... label on me, I thought I was supposed to say tomato or chicken No, noodle. you're not in a okay. soup can. That didn't you even make sense. Can. That didn't even make Okay. I'm sure other people were going, what is she talking about? You're supposed to not label yourself. I didn't ruin anything. Okay. You you made some weird analogy no, about s- me being a can of soup. You're not supposed to <laughs> say, like, I'm pear-shaped or I'm an apple. You say, labels are for soup cans. You're a person. Okay? You're not and supposed you to put... you asked me to put a label on myself. I know. that It's a joke. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, you're a garment stitcher in general, right? Yeah, mostly garments. Mostly garments, except you know, I just made a dog bed and I and I just made a pillow. So yes, you know, for you sure. can't rule yourself out. One thing I am not, and what you're getting to is yes. one thing I'm pretty much not is a quilter. I don't know. I see this I, quilt right here. You I, made. You I, found well, it. Well, I have, and the quilts I have made <laughs> have you been out of garment fabric? Bull. I got. Well, who made them. those cotton quilts that we? Oh, did somebody else make? Those? I didn't make those. Oh. Okay, I'm going to find one one day. I have a one cotton quilt I made. I know where it is. Well, anyway. But, but what I'm saying is 
generally, if I do make a quilt, it's a crazy quilt out of garment fabric, That's which right. is how crazy quilts got started. Seamstresses took their little scraps. So we are, in general, not quilters. Right. But something that we hear a lot <laughs> from people mm-hmm. is that certain techniques or certain tools belong to certain types of sewing. Yeah, like belong to quilting right. or belong or oh, quilt, you know, the, 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 I I don't know. It this isn't like harmful or anything. Okay. I'm not getting I don't want to get like really angry about it or anything and it's okay. Okay. But when somebody says well, I'm still mad about the soup can. Go ahead. People say quilters are the ones who know how to sew on the bias. And I'm yeah. like, well. <laughs> All right, guys. Don't get me going either. That I I mean, of course there are quilting projects where you must deal with bias, but I'm like, I mean, not as much uh, as in okay. garment sewing. There's pri- probably a gar- there's probably not a garment you can make without sewing on the bias. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, you've got to have some seam that curves someplace i guess like a kimono that has what about around the neck well yeah there you go okay 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 there you go (laughs) challenge me challenge me i will i'll try again challenge me a kimono with a square Square neck (laughs) (laughs) so um you know when people say that the specific thing you have written down here is that rotary cutters yeah are people think rotary cutters are, are quilting, quilting quilting tools yeah and i will tell you when i started using a rotary cutter back in 1979 okay gosh i know <laughs> god a millennium ago back in the other millennium last millennium the last millennium uh i was making Baby clothes. Uh huh. Okay. I started out with what is the smallest size? Tell me the smallest there's size. There's an 18 that, millimeter that I believe. Yeah, there's it. a 28. Okay. I didn't know about the 18. I, it might have been the 28 until. And, and I had, it was a Teflon like sheet. Uh huh. It was fairly thick, like a quarter inch thick. And I'm trying to think how big this was. I would say it was, it wasn't even two by three. Yeah. I, I mean, small. It was small. And I would, I kept that pad under my couch cushion because <laughs> if you rolled it up, you could roll it up. It was more pliable than the ones nowadays. Yeah. You could roll it up very easily, but then it had like lumps in it. Sure. So I kept it under my couch cushion and it fit perfectly. <laughs> you and know, it was about the size of my couch cushion. People often say that they're jealous of like our studio space. Uh-huh. I just want to say, you know, ZD had to rough it, you know, for a while. Now me... I've been yeah, spoiled. Be all jealous my life. of Mallory. Yes, you can be jealous yeah. of me. I all my life I've had. Um, well, we were just talking about that. But these advantages. We need to save that for another episode because okay. these are about busting the myth. So, so while and, Rory, okay, so somebody yeah. says, "Well, I can make straight cuts against the ruler." Blah blah. You know, right. that's why they're for quilters. Okay, everybody, you really got to know cutting a round shape with a straight pair of scissors is really not the easiest way to go. Cutting round with round is actually an easier way to cut a curve. I'm not saying it won't take you a little practice or a little time to do that. Just like, you know, when you went to kindergarten, you were really lousy with those scissors. No, sometimes you you, You may have to hone that skill a bit. I've heard people literally say, how do you cut a curve with a right. rotary cutter? Very easily I do. Sure. Yes. And, and because it's, it is easy. I've, We're not kidding you. I've helped people. I remember right. when we would do open studio at the shop. Right. 
It was almost like we had to do a little bit of rotary cutter training. Right. Garment-wise, with people, generally someone could put the ruler down, do straight right. things if they needed to. But uh, on, on garments, I'd be like, well, let's pick a garment. Let's know that this is practice cutting right now. You're going to weight right. this uh, pattern down. You're going to rotary cut it, and you're going to be careful. And people just kind of had to get the hang of it. And Mallory will attest to this, that I actually use my rotary cutter basically like a pencil or something I would sketch with. That's right. Because <laughs> she's like, I want a heart. And I'm like, okay. And I, I, I cut out a heart. You know, oh, I want this neckline. And I cut it out. I, I Now, I may mark a landmark. Like, I only, I only want to go this low here and this wide here or something. But I am better making a shape with the rotary cutter than making it with a pen or a pencil. Yeah, well, it's a wheel, you know, yes. so that's really nice. The other thing is, <laughs> I kind of, I've said this before, I kind of look like a dummy with scissors nowadays, like, in terms of cutting, like, pattern pieces well, and out. if you think about it, with scissors, you have to stop and start. Stop and start. Right. With a rotary cutter, it's a one felt movement. Right, you know. right. One fell swoop. Fe- felt swoop. Fell, yes. not fell. felt. Fell. <laughs> fell is what I tried to, yeah, anyway, go ahead. So, yes, the rotary cutters are not just for straight lines. They're great for straight lines. Yeah. But they're not just for straight lines. Start, you know, doing And the other thing they're stuff. really great for mm-hmm. is layers. Yes. You can get more layers out of a, a rotary cutter. And one reason is because you don't have that motion of blade next to blade. Right. And that causes some contortion. So the more layers you have, the more contortion you get. Um, so busting that myth, but also really encouraging people. Well, it's cutter, just an, you know? an efficiency thing. Like a lot of the things that we talk about. Yeah. The techniques that are efficient and you will be happier. No, you'll be you'll be super happy. And right. I've seen that in the group. People right. are like, oh my gosh, rotary right. cutter for garments changed my life. You know. That's right. I, you know, we don't use shears a lot. No, we don't. The shears we like are the ones coming to you in your sew your yeah. box that are lightweight. That's right. Uh, and we don't use them often, but when we do have to use shears, they're great. I see people with these heavy shears, and mm-hmm. if you like them, that's great. But right. I think, oh my god, I would not be, I would not be satisfied with that in my sewing room. You know, I just really love well, the rotary I think cutter. If you learn the difference, you probably will go to rotary cutting. Yeah. Um, I like I used to say. When I was a kid, they cut pizza with scissors. Yeah. And now we cut it with rotary cutter. There you go. Sometimes I still cut pe- my pizza with scissors because yeah. I can't get it started. Well, you know what I wish? I wish my pizza cutter was sharper. I need a, you I need a rotary too. cutter. Well, you can, you can buy it. You can buy it. You know, you just, it. just like in any rotary cutter or any other tool, there are grades of pizza cutters. There's there you good go. ones and there's bad ones. I probably do have the cheapest pizza cutter. Okay. Let's take a little break here. Mom, our favorite fabric website is sponsoring this podcast. It must be L.A. Finch Fabrics. That's right. Uh, Josie over at L.A. Finch Fabrics runs a fabulous business with very quick shipping, a fabulous Facebook group, too. Yes. If I do say so myself. And she belongs to our Facebook group. I was going to say, we'd know a good Facebook group if we saw one, right? right. That's right. (laughs) Uh, She has designer ends from... I know, and I ask her to show me all of them and save them for me, and she won't. That's right. Uh, their end of bolt section right now um, is full of fabulous packs. She puts together some like knit mystery packs, right. some end of bolt packs, etc., and they do go pretty quick. 
And my advice on this is go there and buy some, even if you have never thought of doing this, because if you have that fabric on hand, you will be inspired. It will be a great addition to your fabric library. Exactly. And free shipping over $75 in the U.S. Wonderful. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome back. You know, uh, Apple Podcasts just released a utility, and I can see that some of you just skipped past our message breaks. What? <laughs> They're, they call them ice cream scoops. You can see yeah. where someone didn't listen. You know, sometimes we, our messages are, are worthy of listening to. Sometimes they're special. Well, thank, anyway, I'm just, I'm just ribbing you guys. We, we love all our listeners, even those of you who skipped through the message break. Okay, so... Now we are going to talk about one of my favorite things. I I'll, I'll tell you how I first encountered this myth. Okay. I was a young woman, I think like a teenager, working in the store. Uh-huh. Okay. And someone came in and they wanted thread. We were selling Mettler polyester thread. It's what we like to use. So I said, well, this is our construction thread. You know, we define, we categorize thread as construction thread or decorative thread. And this is what we use to make things, you know, is, is this construction thread. It's polyester. Someone's like, oh, well, at Joann's, they told me I couldn't uh, mix, you know, fiber types. I'm sewing on cotton fabric and I wanted to pair it with a polyester fabric and I, I they wouldn't let me, you know, put, they said you can't put, put cotton with polyester and I it said. It will explode. No, no. Thank you very much. <laughs> you're ruining all my jokes. I said, I said no you can't. I said it's not going to explode and she thought it was really funny. Thanks a lot mom. Okay, so. <laughs> I wonder who you got that joke from. <laughs> wonder where it came from. No, I thought, I looked at her and I thought man, like how awful that someone would all her life tell, that's just think she's not been mixing. Yeah, yeah. Or well, I don't know if all Who her does? life, but since she got that advice at you know a, a big box fabric store, um, that she couldn't mix the the fibers together. So can you, mom? Can you mix fibers? Can you mix like a polyester fabric with a cotton fabric in the same project? Well, I do. Yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, you know. Again, it depends on the effect you want. You, you don't want to take a very fine, fine, thin fabric and pair it with a big bulky fabric and it not come out like you want it to. I mean, sure. you know, but if you even think about ready to wear clothes, right? you know, you might have a, a fairly heavy wool dress, say, and it's going to, ha- maybe it has a satin or, you know, poly cotton blend lining, collar yeah, on it or, yeah. and, or lining too. Right. Exactly. So you can sew them together. They won't hurt each other. <laughs> right. 
I was like, They what? won't hurt you. <laughs> now, here is my biggest recommendation, uh-huh. right? If you're talking about shrinkage and and everybody, you need to know, shrinkage happens because of heat. Yeah. Okay? So if you think dry cleaning doesn't shrink something, that's another myth. It can. So if you're going to mix two different fibers, you need to dry clean them together, or you need to wash them together, or you need to dry them together. You need to launder them as they would be laundered after you put them together. You need to pre-wash or whatever. Because the one thing we know about fabrics, and they don't even have to be different fibers. They can be like a different weave. weave. Yeah. They will shrink at a different rate. Yes. Okay. So that's why you pre-wash. That's why you pre-launder. So that you get the shrinkage and it's there and then you don't get contortion later, you know, in, well, your, in your garment or your quilt or whatever. I'm just thinking about all the overlays we see in garments. Exactly. And things like that. Right. And I don't know what project this person was, like, trying to do mm-hmm. uh, where the, you know, worker said she couldn't mix fabrics but it's not true i mean you can do it on anything so um now well, like all those people making like those t-shirt quilts right <laughs> those are not all the same fibers sure they can uh, be there's different no ones. way there's no way those are all the same um what about using a different fiber thread on your fabric right. like a polyester thread on your cotton now, fabric i will tell you in, in in olden days, uh-huh. okay, they they did match fibers. Yes. But we didn't have the refined polyester fibers that we have today or the refined nylons or rayons or whatever, okay? It was a different time. You can use any thread, basically, any thread fiber on anything you want. You have to think about how it's going to work. Right. Okay? Um we like polyester for construction. That's sort of, I would say that's been my rule for about the last 25, 30 years. I use polyester on construction, whether I'm constructing silk to cotton to another polyester to wool or whatever. It is the strongest thread. Okay. One of the myths is if your thread is stronger than your fabric, it will pull it apart. That that is not even, that is not what happens. Or it will cut the fabric. Or it will cut the fabric. That is not what happens. Okay. If you have a weak thread, you will bust a seam. If you have a weak fiber in your fabric, you will bust a seam. So I don't know how people imagine that the thread, which is the equivalent of like one little part of the fabric, right. would like cut the fabric. Well, if you're I sewing mean, with you dental know. floss, it might. I well, don't know. You know I, like, there could be something that, but you will know, right? Well, what will ha- what could hurt the fabric is if you have, you know what I think happens? People don't change a needle or people have crappy right. uh, balance right. and tension on their machine. Or they have crappy thread. Or whatever. Or crappy yeah. fabric. Yeah. And, or maybe, you know, people put that waxed quilting thread in their sewing machine yep. sometimes. It's hand quilting thread. Don't put waxed thread in your sewing machine, and that will like punch a big old hole because it's That's right too big it's for too big. It. so people buy the waxed hand quilting thread and they try to piece two pieces of cotton right. together with if, it. If you you're know. using a fine polyester thread, and when I say fine, I mean of good quality is what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. You're going to be successful. Yeah. Now 
there, a few years back, we actually hired someone to be a guest artist in our store, and she told everyone to sew garments with cotton thread, and I about flipped. Yeah. She didn't warn me that she was going to, you know, there was nothing said about this. And she told everybody this, and I kept my mouth shut because, of course, she was the one teaching. And she had made kits, and she had this thread in her kits and all of that. So what Mallory and I did is we ran our own research and development. Yes, we did. Quality assurance. Quality assurance. QA. And what happened is those seams don't last. No, I... um, It was horrendous. I made a shirt, and it was like a very drapey big shirt, and I wore it like, you know, to work, okay? But then I also slept in it one night, like, because it was just this big, gigantic shirt, Um. And I got up one morning, and I accidentally put my hand down on the shirt. This is a knit shirt, knit fabric, okay? I put my hand down on the shirt and pushed myself up. The entire seam, like the the thread just pop, 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 pop. And then I, you know, re-stitched it with the polyester. I mean, this was – it's not like I tore the shirt off my body or something like that. It was not Yeah, but do you want your butt seam coming undone when you're out in public? Exactly. I mean, that's my thought. No, you're totally right. The cotton thread for garment construction is a gamble. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a gamble – it's gamble for a lot of things, yeah. unless it, 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 it has any stress on it. It's not strong. It's not as strong as okay, the polyester. It's not strong. Now, embroidery works really well. It works really well as um, and in, when you're the top stitching, we, and when you're doing you know machine embroidery, that bobbin thread as cotton usually works really well if you have rayon on top. Um, again, I will tell everybody, you know, my philosophy is rot. Cotton is rotten. You use cotton bobbin thread. I have in embroidery, oh, and I especially would. if I well, especially if I'm using I've used cotton embroidery thread in my embroidery machine. Yeah, you know, no, I know, but I get that. I've flat always look. used um, poly on the I back, know you though. Have. But that's I know just, you have because you haven't embroidered with cotton I'm, on top. Yeah, I have. have you? Oh, you yes, have? I okay. have. I didn't know you had. Psh. Okay, Psh. Psh. but I used poly on the bottom. Well, I'm a can of soup. What the hell? Yeah, do I yeah know? you're just a can of soup. <laughs> Gee whiz. <laughs> that's a good, that's a really good, like, insult or something. But I feel like I tried to explain the context to you. When would you insult someone by calling them a kid? When they're trying to, like, put boundaries on themselves yes, or label. Labels. It's labeling people, yes, or things or whatever. Or, okay, so we'd call someone a soup canner. Okay. So our recommendation <laughs> as we sit here and from our knowledge and what we know is don't worry about matching your thread to your fabric fiber. Right. Thread fiber Be- to fabric right. fiber. We are happy with construction thread being, you know, a good quality polyester. We like Metler, Metrocene, right? Uh-huh. Um, same with the serger thread. We like the polyester. I will just also say, though, like, it's not that we've never used silk thread um, right. or wool thread or something if, for for different purposes, right. and like Mom said, cotton for embroidery or even for top stitching and well, quilting. And, and a lot of things like top stitching or hemming something. But say I can't match it, I, I want to hem, and I'm afraid my color will show, right. and I go to a rayon th- embroidery thread or a polyester embroidery thread, which is a different weight than my construction thread, but it matches, and there's not a lot of stress on that area. But the reason we can say this so confidently is because there's almost always polyester in our sewing machine, yes. and there's all 
all sorts of fibers going under right. the needle. And right? there's really nothing stronger than a polyester thread. And I do not recommend any thread that is a thread blend. There we go. So here's where, like, the advice could maybe get slightly confusing. We don't think you should blend fibers within the I, thread. You know, I'm not even sure they make. They do. Do they? Do they make, yeah. like, the polyester thread wrapped with cotton thing yeah. still? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't go with that. Well, I just it don't even think it's, work. like, a good idea. No. Why would you even do it? No, it doesn't work. It's not even necessary. No. It, the the cotton around the outside no. is not necessary. That, w- that was done to try and make the consumer happy. Well, yes, no. and polyester thread has come a long way. Right. For sure. No, you're totally, you're, that's, that's so totally So our recommendation, correct. you know what it is, nice, you know, good quality polyester and for construction. How about, we're just going to tack this one on here along with thread. Thread doesn't age. People think they can use... Sometimes people think they can use... Don't I wish I was thread, and then I wouldn't age. (laughs) I guess, how long does a can of soup last? I don't know. (laughs) There's usually an expiration. You know, I wish that there was a date on thread of when it was made. Yeah. I Not... Because, you know, thread doesn't expire, but it does age. Yeah. And it ages for different reasons. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the two big ones being light. Well, actually, there, I would say there's three. There's light, and there's too much moisture or not enough moisture. That's one together. So okay, the moisture, moisture level. Moisture level, yeah. How, okay, so light, moisture, and dust mites. Or like so skin, dust. skin oils and dust mites right. go together. Well, that all go, they yeah, go together. kind of goes together to me because your dust mites eat your Detritus. skin. Detritus. Yes. <laughs> Gross. Gross. What are we talking about? So your thread should be kept free of dust, out of the light, and, you know, I don't know about the humidity thing, but not too dry and not too damp. Free of right? detritus. <laughs> just wanted to say that word in the podcast again. <laughs> yes. And so this can affect any fiber. Right. Right? It can, it, even though... A garment. The yes. same thing I would tell you about a garment. So even though cotton is a natural fiber, rayon, a natural fiber, and could degrade faster than polyester. Silk you, also, don't forget silk, silk thread. there we go. There. You people, also... People think they need silk to sew silk. You don't. They also, though, can degrade polyester thread, too. You know? yes, 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 it can. Mm-hmm. It can. Polyester will get brittle, usually more than anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one way I would test this, if I got some thread and I didn't know, first of all, I would really sort of look at it and see how furry it was. You know, how many fibers were trying to fall off of it. And try and break it with your hands. Yeah. And you'll know. Yeah. You get a good quality polyester thread, you you will hurt your, the skin on your hands if you try and break it with well, your hands. Well, and you probably will be able to break it. Right. Okay. But it, it'll make a mark on your hand yeah. when you pull it. But it should be kind of difficult. Yeah. And cotton threads, gosh, a lot of cotton threads are real easy to break. At least the weight of cotton thread that goes in a sewing machine. machine. So what we're telling you is when you get, you know, grandma or aunt Trudy or whoever it is, <laughs> you 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 when you inherit her sewing stuff, her thread will be very nice in a pretty jar, you know, on a shelf in your sewing hey. area as a decoration. Okay, I have another test, okay? Oh. So I was helping this lady with a serger one time, and I think it was her serger. And she brought it in. Haven't used it in a long time. Okay, we get the serger out. I like put it on the table, and then I was like, "So do you ha- do you have thread?" Or maybe I said, 
do I need to get thread out? Right. I don't know. She was like, I have thread. And I was like, okay. And I picked up the spool. And it fell apart. The plastic fell apart. crumpled in my hand. Like, like I picked it up from the bottom or right. something. And the spool actually like disintegrated. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I think we we should not use this thread. She is like, right. Like, she was like, yeah, yeah she we should. It. You know, she, she was like, it. okay. And I said, because if the plastic has been in whatever situation to degrade like this, right. the thread, oh, God, it just kept, it just kept crumpling. Crumbling apart. Crumbling it apart. It was very. Well, maybe that is its expiration. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Maybe that's how they do it. So that's another way. And wooden spools. Here's the deal. Thread is not wound on wooden spools. If it's on a wooden spool, it's too old, guys. That's that's pretty old. But they're they're really neat. You can make little projects out of the wooden spools. You can make them like you know. Oh no! Uh, pulls on your drawers. Absolutely. You know they're they're, they're cool things. You, you know can what? make a necklace out of them. Whatever you, you want. You know what somebody said to do with like older thread that might not be. Um, very strong, mm-hmm. but is still in good shape. They talked about hand basting, like English paper piecing. <laughs> It'll fall apart. You, well, yeah. right. You know, they're like, if, right. if you're something you're not worried about. You the know, other s- thing you can do with wooden spools, you can stack them up in like a Christmas tree shape. There you go. Yeah. So, so many things. Yes. I like the drawer pulls. Yeah. Mom's, mom's pretty handy. All right. So those are some myths. We're going to come back with some other myths. Um, We're going to, just so you know, in the future, there's going to be a microwave test. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. You did something for the first time.